Excuse me, miss. Uh, what's that you're listening to? Well, it's a podcast. It's all about this couple from England who are in a lifestyle, and they talk about their adventures. So is uh, that child-friendly, then, is it? No. <laughs> they say lots of naughty things, and they swear a lot. But would you like to listen? Get in the gym or to your car our advice, you could go far up and we make mistakes and talk about our sexy dates it's getting hard for this to rhyme just as well because it's bed hopping time <laughs> hello and welcome to episode 51 of the bed hoppers podcast uh, my name is mr h I'm Mrs. H. Yeah, we've got our names right. We're doing so well this week. So well. Well, actually, this week has continued to be a bit of a struggle. If you've not listened to episode 50, glorious episode 50, which was a little bit rough and ready, uh, we were explaining that Mrs. H's father had a stroke. This week has been biblically shit. Mm, it's been pretty damn shit. <laughs> and we are on something of a roller coaster because we really don't know what's what's happening. No, no, we really... That's to say. Well... We, we know that he's in hospital. Yeah, but we don't know what the outcome is. No, like we don't know whether he's going to pull through, whether things are going to yeah. be all right. Um, so we recorded this episode... Um, in happier times. <laughs> in, in slightly happier... Well, the majority of this episode in happier times. Yeah. So uh, we wanted a little bit of normal, so we thought we'd jump on the mic and give you a bit of an intro, give you a little bit of an update, and intro our, our lovely special guests, and there's a variety of them. Ooh, <laughs> All right, then. There's not a plethora or a smorgasbord, <laughs> but, but a variety. A variety. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Not, not a magnitude or a multitude, <laughs> but a couple. Yeah. Yeah, a couple of couples. So um, anyway, yeah. So essentially, uh, Mrs. H's father is still ill in hospital. We're still traveling there every day to see how things are. Um, we're coping also with her mum, I think it's fair to say. And life. And life. And life. Because life goes on. Life finds a way it really does it really does <laughs> so um but firstly we want to say a huge huge thank you to everyone that's reached out and been in touch uh people that have uh, shared resources with us uh people that have sent me us, flowers sent you flowers how sweet how amazing yeah i feel uh, very very touched by lovely people thank mm -hmm. you and if anyone wants to send me transformers <laughs> you don't need them i do i need more what so you can like be happy so you can cope with me <laughs> So, uh, yeah, thank you to everyone that's Skyped us, called us, sent us text, messages, kicks, yeah. kicks. I don't know why my voice is going like this. <laughs> um, it's been really nice. And, you know, don't be shy in saying hello because those little messages really make our day, actually. It's good to feel something <laughs> <laughs> other than sad. <laughs> yeah, so it's really nice to hear from everybody. And thank you, though, everyone. Thank you. You've all been universally awesome. Yes, and I agree. I also what was what's true and what's what's new, I suppose, is that we've nearly hit five thousand followers on oh, Twitter. Oh yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's good. Hmm. So you know, maybe if I posted a few more naked pictures of me, then we could lose some. <laughs> How about you naked with your transformers? Oh, that would be good. <laughs> it's a very specialist niche, mar niche it really market. It really is, but I'm sure there's someone out there who'd appreciate. I'm that. sure there's like a, a German word for this. 
gestalt der Button Scheisen Coffin or something. Oh god, you can you imagine? You're probably gonna get like a Apologies, whole, German folks. a bunch of weird niche followers now who are specifically into naked transformer collecting. You, you mean we don't have a bunch of weird followers? <laughs> Hello, bunch of weird followers. We're just as weird. Oh wow, what have we started now? <laughs> naked transformer um posing. Yeah, roll out. <laughs> Transform and roll out, guys and gals. Uh, is is one of them called like Giganticus Terminus or something? Terminus Giganticus. Fucking knew it. <laughs> so yeah, that that would lead to some very specific uh, photographing, right? <laughs> it would too. <laughs> it, it it does tend to put your mind towards. Yeah. I mean, his original name is Omega Supreme. So uh, as as for an egotistical name, mm-hmm. I mean, it's like Optimus Prime. It's like saying, "Hey, my name's the best of the best of the best, sir." Yeah. 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 <laughs> And you have a new one, don't you? Yeah. Recently. Yeah. Yeah. Which I called Mega Drive. You call them all Mega Drive. <laughs> no, I give them all for strange names. <laughs> well, other things. We got a coffee machine as well. Uh, right. It wasn't a transformer. Yeah, but, but it all makes these really nice coffee. Unconnected. Well, I think what it was, we had Envy when visiting friends in Australia uh, yes, with did. their coffee machine, and um, I think you like the fact it looks like a giant, uh, shiny sort of coffee transformer. No, it just looks like a big shiny box that produces nice. Oh, only other news. It's Mr. Kitty's birthday today. There you yes. go. That yes, cat is. is pretty famous, so he's not really fat. I mean, well, he, he he's doesn't... on Twitter, so he must be. Everyone's a celebrity on Twitter. He's not on Twitter. How do you know? I'm sure I'd see him <laughs> posting. I mean, you is... wouldn't follow him if he was on Twitter. You no, don't even like the cat. I don't even follow him around the fucking room. Why would I follow him Why on do Twitter? Why do you hate him so much? Why? It's not that I hate him. It's just that I really dislike him. It's his birthday today. Look, he is the reason why I have to take inhalers in my own house. <laughs> Uh, but he's made me smile this week. Okay, fine. As have you. He gets All to right. stay in the house another week and <laughs> live to fight another day. So, yeah, it's been an interesting, strenuous, difficult week. Up um, and down week. Up and down. Yeah. Um, and really, there's not much else to add to that. There really isn't. No. It's, um, as I said, biblically shit. But thank you to everyone out there who's been uh, absolutely amazing. Yeah. And helped and supported us and brought a little smile to my face. Exactly. I- we love you. A smile to your little face. Yeah. <laughs> your little tiny, like, Beetlejuice face. I'm fairly sure by next week I'll be a functioning alcoholic, but, you know. By next week. By well, next this, week. This is why all the training was in Australia, <laughs> to to cope with the alcohol, the consumption right, levels. Right, to that cope we... with the adverse melancholy week I've had last week. Uh, I knew this would happen. It's like you've joined the Black Parade. <laughs> anyway, we thought we'd, we'd, we'd jump on and give yeah. you this little intro and introduce our special guests. Now, who are our special guests? Actually, what what is the topic? <gasps> What oh is my the, goodness, ah! it is hot wifing. Hot wifing? Yes. Not hot wiring. No, 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 that's quite different. <laughs> hot wifing, which is really quite um, popular at the moment. Quite popular? Yeah. So hot right now, like Magato. so hot wife right now. <laughs> hot wife right now. <laughs> so we have um, Behind Closed Doors UK mm-hmm. and Secret Stag and Secret Vixen. Yes. So we have some interviews with yes. both of these lovely people. We have two interviews. Yeah. Uh, we jumped on Skype and mm-hmm. chatted to them and had much merriment and mirth. Oh, they were all very lovely. Although, I have a sneaking suspicion, and I need to listen back to these interviews, that most because of the time... Because you like the sound of your own voice. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but mostly that I thought that the dog and their dogs were just barking constantly all the way through it. <laughs> so if you're driving along and you hear a dog barking, don't worry, there isn't one locked in your boot. They well, were... there might be, but the chances are it probably isn't. It was a cacophony of canines involved a in these interviews. A cacophony of canine coughing. Yeah. A cacophony of canines. All right. Barking, woofing. Yeah. <laughs> giving you some interest. 
Anyway, so you may well hear that. I probably reference it on the on the interview, actually. Yeah. I think I do. But um, you get a bit of that on there. Uh, we get to explore the topic topic of hot mm-hmm. wifing and what it means and what it means to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the difference, differences between that and cuckolding. Yep. Cuckolding. 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 <laughs> it's not that. It's different. Uh, do a bit of that. And we get to find out more about them. Um, you can check them out on Twitter. Yes. Uh, I think they're Secret Stag and Secret Vixen 1. Yeah. Them's those two. Pretty popular. Yeah, pretty popular. Look out mm. for them. And also behind Closed Doors Closed UK. Doors UK yeah. um, recommend that you follow all of them. Uh, some of them are funny. Some <laughs> of them are pretty. And some of them are pretty and funny. <laughs> That's a great uh, a great combo. Yeah. it's out. Well, They would be a great combo, to be yeah. fair. Anyways, um, wife. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with the interviews. It's, we've got to do the interview song. Oh, my we, goodness. We used it twice. Well, here we go. I know. We can play it again. Play it. We've got something that's just for you. Holy shit, it's an interview. Okay, so now we've got an interview. Now, we've got a couple of special guests with us. Just two. Just two, yeah. Yeah, we're not that popular. Just two special guests. Uh, We have got uh, Mr. and Mrs. M. Mm. Mm. Is it M for mm? I think it's M for mm bop. No, it's not. I think it's N for mmm. Mmm. Because now we've seen them, they're yummy. After about 20 minutes, this joke could get old. There's every possibility of that. <laughs> Go on then, here are Mr. and Mrs. M, because they currently sound like a James Bond kind of get-up. Really? Yeah. You think they've got gadgets and gizmos okay. plenty? I would imagine they probably do have some gadgets. Do they have who's it's and what's it's galore? <laughs> well, we'll find out if you get on with it. What about thingy bulbs? <laughs> I got 20. Anyway, welcome to the show, guys. Thank you for joining us. They're lost lost in mirth already. (laughs) (laughs) I think they're just letting me do my thing. I think they're probably trying to think, how many gadgets have we actually got? It's probably loads. Um, I'm singing. There's a lot of gadgets. I mean, they haven't really seen our front room. I mean, they've seen a sofa. No, no, how many have they got? Oh, how many gadgets? They've probably got loads. They've got lots of gadgets. I'm going to guess they have loads. Do you think? Yeah. I mean, we, we've, we've... You can talk- add it to our list of carefully non-prepared questions. Yes, we could do. I mean, we've already made them swap laptops <laughs> twice and switch to phones, so we know they've at least got a lot of electrical And switch equipment. rooms because of the rain. Yes. Yeah. Is there nothing they won't do? What else can we make them do? It really helps the audio quality if you dance around, please. <laughs> and take all your clothes off because it's more aerodynamic for the sound quality. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He didn't even argue. This is too easy. This is, this is too easy. Um, and and uh, shoving some sort of vibrator in. Right, su- stop it. <laughs> okay, I'm going to shut up. <laughs> moving moving swiftly onwards. Um, so, guys, uh, welcome to the show. Sorry for Thank chatting you. on a bit. Um, well, tell us a bit about yourselves. Where are you from, roughly? <laughs> roughly? Uh, the northwest of England. The rainy northwest of England. Is that beyond the wall? <laughs> way beyond from the shire okay from right. the shire no, that's pretty far north okay. no I was led to believe the shire was in Cornwall <laughs> there's more than one no, this oh, is okay. the, the York yeah the Yorkshire <laughs> literal Yorkshire literal. it works out alright so um, we've invited these guys on because we want to talk to them about um, some of their non-monogamy journey yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I think I think that's kind of... And it's an interesting topic because it's one that we've uh, not had much foray into ourselves, is it? No, we've had little foray. Mm. Mm, it sounds like a wine, a foray. It does. I'll have a little swift to a foray, please, <laughs> barman. 
<laughs> you already have a little snifter of wine now. You're fine. A snifter? You've gone from a swifter to a snifter. <laughs> anyway, sorry, guys. We, we will get to talk to you, I promise. Um, so um, <laughs> tell us a little bit about what you guys get up to then. What, what's your, your version of uh, non-monogamy? No, you go on. <laughs> you wrote all this down yesterday. There's going to so. be a lot of this. You go on. No, you go on. Um, so we come at non-monogamy from a stag and vixen situation, mm-hmm. um, which, to be fair, is quite a new term for us, isn't it? Yes. Um, I think yeah. we were already heading down the path in this lifestyle and then came across this term because up to then, all I'd kind of come across was the cuckolding situation, which I never... It never sat well with us, did it? No, that was no. never the whole humiliation. Yeah. Um, the the sharing is a, a turn on, but the humiliatory side of it. Wasn't. Absolutely not. So. No. So we, I think we never really knew where we fitted in, did we? No. You, you, when you set off down this path, you're kind of looking for your angle, I guess. Um, your and box. Your box. <laughs> yeah. So Twitter seems to be the the best place to kind of see what everybody else was doing. And we, we set off listening to a few podcasts, yours included. Ta-da! Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, along with swinging down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, swinging down under um, the Pleasure Mechanics. Pleasure, me- yeah. pleasure Mechanics, yes. Listen to them quite um, a lot. Yeah, they were the main ones, really, weren't they? Yeah. Um, so just understanding what other people do and what we were comfortable in doing and not doing, and then came across the, the secret stag and the secret vixen uh-huh. on, on Twitter. Yeah. So read her blog. And his blog. And his. Showed that to you, and you were, this seems a lot more like something you can relate to, and you could see us carrying out in a similar kind of way, yes. I guess. Yes, definitely. So can I ask, had you already um, been non-monogamous in some capacity before you explored this stag and vixen scenario or was this your was this it was this what you kind of went straight into no we already had so we yes Yes. so a back story um we've been together for a very long time um (laughs) like since we were teenagers um and are married Um, and have a friend who we've known for a very long time who we've played with on and off over the years. So not that many times, but over a long period of time. Mm -hmm. Um, When the occasion arose. Yes. Pardon the pun. And for me, that was a real safe, way of exploring the lifestyle wasn't it because I knew him trusted him felt totally safe and looked after um so I guess a lot of the emotions that someone might go through initially I didn't have because I knew this person really well um which brings it you know a whole set of other emotions I guess um but for me made it easier to make that leap <laughs> yeah to, to explore the, the fantasy and then make it a reality of... yeah and then I think over time it became more of a okay well we've we've done that <laughs> we've we, we ticked that box, ticked that box. Um, you know and, and I guess what did we like what didn't we like what would we like more of what would like less of yeah um and it became less of 
we can do this at this time because we want to. It was more of a they're free, so we almost felt obliged sometimes. Uh, yeah, it did become, yeah, I would agree. No, and, and you know, never against anyone's no, wishes. No. And often, you know, we didn't play. We were together but didn't play. Um, but, yeah, we came, we sort of, I guess that has come to a natural conclusion. Yeah. In that way. They're still alive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you're kind of you were uh, familiar with lifestyle encounters to some extent, extent then before you yes, kind yes. of then segued into right this is what we want to do and this is what we're going to kind of call it if you like yes yeah, yeah absolutely right. yeah definitely yeah because as opportunities became less to play with our friend then we've talked about how would we even think of trying to find somebody else yeah, to, to where show. would we go and how on earth do you, you know, yeah. you're not exactly... Because we go to one of those swinger sites. So, yeah, <laughs> club, you know, and the whole... And, you know, I know you've spoken about it with people on the podcast before. This lifestyle, if you mention the swinger word, doesn't bring up still great connotations for people no um no, right there's lots of derogatory kind of um stereotypes associated with it still absolutely absolutely uh, yeah and despite me being one of them, <laughs> you know <laughs> um I still had this and I know again it was spoken about on a recent podcast you know you still have these ideas of what sex clubs are like and you know Palm grass and pineapple. Pampas grass. Pampas grass. Pine pine grass. Pampas grass. The pineapple. Yeah, so I think, so I guess skipping forward, it's one of the things I'm quite, I get a bit passionate about, don't I? That I really would love to live in a world where it wasn't, that wasn't what people thought about when they thought of non-monogamy. Yeah. That that judgment doesn't exist, and that people would yeah. actually accept you at face value for what makes you happy in your life. I should point out that, yeah. that it's not that Yoko is, is disproving of what we're talking about. <laughs> it's just that something's going on outside. So um, yeah, it's it's uh, she's definitely pro lifestyle, and um, yeah, she doesn't yeah. judge at all. <laughs> she she's, judges every fucker. She's a very non-judgmental dog. <laughs> <laughs> So a couple of things that, that I, I'm, I'm interested in exploring there. So you, you talked about Stag and Vixen um, and, and a bit of hot wifing and cuckolding. So for you, what do those terms mean? What is So when you get down to the nitty gritty and pants of it, what is that activity for someone who's completely unaware of it? Hmm. So cuckolding for us, or as I understand it, is where um, the male in a relationship of them in, in that scenario is humiliated by his wife as in I'm going out to go and find somebody else to sleep with because you can't satisfy me you can't give me what I'm looking for yeah. um, and you will get a certain sense of sexual pleasure from that because you know you can't satisfy me so we're all getting our boxes ticked and, and that's what that's what that sort of style um brings up and then hot wifing is also used in those terms as well for a hot wife being well i can go and find myself someone to sleep with whether you say i can or i can't that's that's just the, the kind of life that i'm 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 leading um, whereas the stag and vixen seems to be more of well i'm very happy to share my wife but i'll share it on the terms that we both agree and this is an enhancement to our relationship not to replace something that's missing or that isn't 
Yeah, and yeah. often in cuckolding, if the husband or partner is involved, it's still in a very humiliatory way. Mm-hmm. So maybe being, you know, maybe being forced to do things he doesn't necessarily want to do. Again, as part of his pleasure, um, that's not the case in the stag and vixen situation. It would be very much what you would class as a, you know, threesome. Um, so all parties equally involved and getting equal amounts of pleasure. Yeah, so much for me, far more just just that far better with me. Yeah, I had no the the term cuckolding literally would leave me feeling cold. Um, I hated anything to do with it personally because it just didn't describe. It us is, it at is, all. No, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it left you cuck colding. <laughs> cold. Cold. <laughs> cold. I achieved nothing else I today. Wasn't a hot I, wife, I was a cold wife. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and so who brought this up then? Who 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 said this is something that I might fancy a bit of? Well, we'd been on Twitter. We'd set up behind closed doors on Twitter. Um, oh, I, yeah, but we need to reverse a little bit. Right, so, we, so this had been, so with our friend, had been obviously part of our life for a long time. Yeah. Um, and then we kind of went, as marriages do, you know, you have your ups and downs and we worked through some stuff, didn't we? And I think yeah. out the back, off the back of that, we were very much like, right, okay, come on. What are we like? A very, we, we entered this period of like massive, just get it open, out there. Yeah. honest, you know, writing lists, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> also. So off the back of that came this conversation about doing more of, that didn't it yeah and um, seeing where it went not a case of right this is this is the path we're going to go down no no we've, yeah it was very much like see how far we get and we'll get to this point and we'll have another chat I think I think I can't stress how uh important communication is in for us in yes. this lifestyle so we you know god probably <laughs> communicate a little bit too much sometimes um <laughs> always like talking checking in you know how do you how do you feel and then it might be you feeling different one day about something. You know, I can, I know I can go through phases where I'm literally, like, don't talk to me about it. It's driving me insane, especially on Fab. Um, <laughs> you know, and then there were days where I'm like, oh, let me see these messages and I'll reply pretending yeah. to be you. So, it, it, you know, you, you've just got to be able for us to say exactly how you're feeling, haven't you? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so then we went on a, you, as these things do with us, we're on a road trip. And we do a lot of talking in the car. We do a lot of talking in the car. Um, And on that car journey, we set up behind closed doors, which came from, we have a lot of conversations about, you never know what goes on behind closed doors. Don't judge anybody. (laughs) Don't know what life someone else is living, et cetera, et cetera. So that's where the name came from. Yeah. And by the time we'd finished that car journey, we'd got an email set up, Twitter set up. (laughs) 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 Once we decide... That's that's <laughs> How long was your car journey? <laughs> it's like hours long. <laughs> we went to Cambridge, yes. coming yes. off. Yeah, so it's, it's about three, four hours. hours. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, to be fair about resonates with us with our long car journeys when we when August was born, wasn't it? Yeah, we I had think... our long car journeys together, and you do uncover a lot of things about yourselves when you just you're kind of forced to sit in a car and communicate. It's amazing what yeah. you, you find. I think our, our best conversation actually happened in a restaurant where we, we laid bare everything that we liked and all of our <laughs> yeah, sort of sordid little, little mind things that we had lurking <laughs> in the back. 
And the poor fucking waiter who kept coming <laughs> to us that. and sort of waiting <laughs> by. And and Mrs. H is there going, yes, well, I'd really like to r- rather try this. And I'm there, well, I'd, you know, this sounds really fantastic. And, and he's like, um, so did you want some Parmesan on your pizza? And you were there like, well, I haven't arranged an erection right now. <laughs> and you're like, don't take that napkin away. There's a lot of notes on it. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of notes. In fact, I, I think that's that's almost how part of the show was born was was out of <laughs> out of just writing stuff down, and um, it's quite fascinating. Yeah. Those moments where you're locked together and you have have that chance to chat through stuff is is absolutely it's fantastic. It's almost like a reinvention of your relationship. I mean, we've we've been yeah. together a long time, you know, re- literally nearly two decades now. So, uh, and you you do have you found to me when things... I was twelve. <laughs> <laughs> exactly that's what i say but you do you do have to communicate to keep keep things going i mean things don't just happen you have to work at things you know because ultimately your you change as you get older and you know your your preferences change and you you like you might like things now that you wouldn't even thought about 10 years ago so but that's part of the fun isn't it finding out you know this person you spent all this time with suddenly reveals that they they like this it's like and instead of being judgmental and going, what, you freak? It's like, oh, my God, that's amazing. Let's go home immediately and explore that. So I'm curious, though, when you when you brought that up, that this concept, whoever it was that mm. brought it up, what did, what did you both feel? What was the, what was the reaction? Um, <laughs> how, how did we come? I, th- I think because we wrote lists down of things that we, we liked doing uh-huh. and things that we wanted to do again, and threesomes were quite well up there weren't they yeah so we well come on we're on a podcast about sex so <laughs> you know I have had my husband as my partner for all of my life um so there's that element of you've always joked going I might be really shit you might be missing out on like really great sex um I'm not <laughs> just seen them. There's a certificate that he's got that's in the background of the Skype interview that we're doing that he's got pinned very proudly to the wall. Really, really good at sex. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. M, best at sex. I don't know why I had to have it made Class up for t-shirts. Well, yeah. <laughs> best um, I've now completely forgotten what the <laughs> So when when, so when you say it was a way of exploring things that you can't get from a long-term relationship. Yes. That, was, yes. that was where. So for me, it's that, um, have you, I don't know if you've read the book, The Ethical Slut. Um, in there, they talk about new relationship energy. So, you know, and it, you can't get that in a long-term relationship, no matter how many date nights you have. And, you know, we do, I mean, we do pretty well, don't yeah. we? But you still, it, it's very hard to recreate that frisson of excitement and butterflies and with you know someone that sees you in all states yeah. um so yeah exactly and of and course then, you know we loved up with you i'm sure yes. <laughs> they're all great gorgeous um you know and we're both very flirtatious by nature yeah. um you know so it's that it's exploring that element know it you know and rather than stopping it's being able to to kind of exercise that muscle with somebody else, but in a very safe way that's, you know... We've said it's um, it's a, a legal affair. Yeah. Kind of thing. That that's, we're both having with the same person. The, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's a nice way of looking at it. I like that. It's got like a stamp of approval. It so. does. I do quite like that. 
So it is almost a contract you enter into with each other, but you know, you, yes. you don't judge each other, you you go on this journey together and you look after each other, don't you? There's like some oh, really ob- some obligations there that you, you would expect your partner to reciprocate with. So I think it's a really safe way of doing that. So and, and we talk we talk a lot about disrupting, don't we, and shaking things up. Yes, we like a bit of disruption in life. Um you, you can get too stuck down the same path, so Doing things like this puts you in situations and yeah. places that you wouldn't do normally. Yeah. You, you wouldn't be there, so it it, it, it changes things. You like to say yes to things, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> so what, what have been some of the highlights of your experience then? <clears throat> <laughs> Keeping it clean. Uh, well, it's, I mean, we weren't struggling before, but it's had a tremendous effect on our sex life. Yes, it has, yeah. Um. It's made, yeah. That's the between the two of us. I mean, it, the, the 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 talking about things usually leads to more sex. The <laughs> more sex leads to more, more sex. sex. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it 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 compounds from that point of view, but it also then makes us stop and take a step back, doesn't it? And sort of yeah, put, put, put ourselves on pause to build up the tension, I guess. Yeah. Um. And you said it. You've noticed different things about us yes yeah so um so things that would typically have passed me by in the past i'm now seeing mrs m in a different light oh you so nearly said that so nearly said <laughs> well recovered well recovered it's really interesting what, what kind of things have you noticed mr m so just the way mrs m looks at life and the the positive outlook that she has that come that really started to pick up on that, and that's that's helping me see things in a similar way because I, I previously did have a uh, a tendency to see the darker side of things on occasion. Yeah, compared to my glitter and rainbows and unicorns, mm. it's worth pointing out that Mrs M is literally wearing a rainbow right now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and delightful it is too. Yes. <laughs> so it's, I, yeah. it's just being able to to look at what's going on between us in a different way and notice when you're happy and notice those feelings, notice, I think it's hard to put it into words really. It's, it's, it's... I think as well, um, when I have interacted with um, friends, <laughs> I don't know why I'm being coy on this podcast, it's ridiculous. Um, we, we also share the messages. So if I, so I will be messaging yeah. our playmate, but then sort of at the end of the day, you'll read them. Yeah. Um, and you've quite liked to see a side of me that you don't get to see. Yes, definitely. And you can look, and that, that comes with um, emotions as well, because initially you look at that and go, well, I should be having that. And then you take a step back and go, I am having that every day just in a, a different way mm-hmm. and then you you look at it we talk about it and understand that that's what we're doing this for mm. and that's where the pleasure comes from yeah if that makes sense it does make sense because it makes you, perfect sense mm-hmm. you could view it in a very negative way of well why are you behaving like that with that person when i'm here all the time and it's exactly that reason mm. because i'm here all the time yeah. a different person so going back to your new relationship energy kind of concept again, where you're you're meeting people for the first time and you never get to recreate that again and again and again with your partner, do you? So 
Yeah, yeah. That's, no, that's an interesting way of looking at them. Well, to be fair, you've got the memory of a goldfish, so every time you wake up, <laughs> it's almost like you're discovering me again for the first time. Who are you? Which, which really makes me laugh when you keep trying the same sex move every single time. You're like, He's, this is going to get him this He's one. Gonna He's gonna, this is going to blow his mind. He's never experienced anything like this. <laughs> you're so, so sassy, like Mr. H. No, I'm never sassy. I'm always innocent and light and, and goodness. Um, we, what? Okay, well, um, mm. you know. Um, so, okay, so that was some of the good stuff. Have you had any bumps in the road in that journey? Mm. Uh, yes. <laughs> Great answer. Thanks. Uh, Let's move on swiftly. You... <laughs> I, I think the, the, the bumps in the road, are, uh, when we've had, when I've felt left out a little bit. Yeah. On occasion. And the other. Not, not when we're together. No. But on messaging. Oh, okay. So if, if in the lead up to a date, then I've been, if, if I've been at work and um, Mrs. Mrs. M has been <laughs> having conversations and I, in the back of your mind, you know, those conversations are taking place, even though you're not there. So then when you come home at the end of the day, it's a bit like, well, where's, where's my attention? Yeah, I know. Uh, so... Yeah. There was a, <laughs> there was a, there was a couple of not awkward conversations, but just yeah. just uh, checking in to say, this is how I feel, and we'd talk about it and understand it, and it's fine. Yeah, it's that's that's part of what comes with this. Yes. but that doesn't stop you from doing what you want to do to lead up to a. a no, I think or, it's worth I think it's worth bringing in at this point that when we started on this, our most recent sort of right, okay, we're going to enter into this world and we're going to look for um, someone to play with. We kind of were quite, we wrote a bit of a list, didn't we? Yes. Um, yeah. I basically said I just wanted another Mr. M. <laughs> and I just, Can you just clone just him? him? Yep. Yeah. Um, I, how, how many Mr. Ms would you I, settle on? I did Three, up getting that in a lot of ways with the guy that we met so we met him through Fab. So, yeah. the, so the way that it work, works for us is Mr. M runs our profile on Fab and f does all the filtering because I very early, work, very early on worked out that I just couldn't bear all the... The crap Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you are my, like, knight in shining armor when it comes to just filtering <laughs> things out. So it, it comes to the end of the day and I'll basically just get the phone in my face like, yes or no? It's like Tinder. Yes or no? Yes or no? <laughs> um, Maybe we should have called so him Mr. Gallo Fatman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, there's slightly more of a process behind it than that. Um, <laughs> did, did, yeah, he's got some he's, justice. He's got a list of like what what I require. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then you then you will enter into more of a conversation with them. Yeah. Kind of work out how you feel about them. Yeah. Because you know you're sharing me absolutely and i need to be comfortable that and then and impress upon them that what i expect mm -hmm. and and what you expect and how they should how i would expect them to behave if that makes sense yeah so i think it's worth sort of saying that we have got quite high standards yeah and i think right from the start i was very adamant that i would not lower my stun you know and and that's something that's come from listening to your podcasts and, and some of the other ones yeah of if situations aren't right then you, then you know there's no taking one for the team no, no absolutely because um, you're doing this because you you want to enjoy it and not because you exactly you're going to settle for something mediocre 
because otherwise yes there's no chemistry is there no no exactly um and so so you were talking to a, a few guys and one stood out in particular. Yeah, he stood out to um, him, Yeah, so then I was chatting with him and met him for a, a coffee and we got on really well. And so we saw him for a couple of months. Yeah. Um, quite regularly. Um, and it was great. Um, but then so, a couple of weeks ago, yeah. he really honestly and lovely you know sort of rang and said listen it's this has been a really hard decision but I actually think I want a girlfriend um because I'm missing that element in my life which totally understand but I think we weren't no we hadn't we hadn't prepared, prepared because of the conversation for... at the beginning was that that wasn't what he was looking for at all so I'd not prepared myself for that so it was a bit like it was like being dumped <laughs> so... It was. So in terms of the negative, I absolutely understood and he was just, he, he handled it perfectly and we handled it perfectly. But I think when you've gone from having that much interaction with someone for a, a couple of months yeah. to it literally just gone. Yeah. And then you're a bit like, oh, shit. Yeah, it left a bit, a bit deflated, isn't it? And a bit sort of where, what's yeah. our next move? Yeah. Um, so from, from that, again, we've done loads of reflecting, haven't we? Yeah. Um, Again, wrote what worked, what didn't work, what would we do differently? And I think for me, I I got a bit emotionally invested. Well, we both got quite emotionally invested. Yes. We became really quite good friends, you know, when we'd be checking in about work. And, mm. and I think for me, certainly in the short term now, kind of need to... We need some distance yeah. between potential... Yeah. But not that you wouldn't care about the person or... Be oh God, no! Interested in them and what they're doing, yeah. but, but it needs to be. I think, I think that that first relationship could could have bordered on polyamory in some ways moving forward. Yes, if yeah, it, you do it to me, you know, over time, mm. and what we realise is that's not what we're after. No, that's, at least you're quite clear that that's not something you're looking for. Yeah, you know, you're you're definitely looking for the the scenario that you're creating together, but you're not settling on like um yeah a polycule <laughs> well you know yeah, as you go through any of these journeys you kind of test the waters and you jump out and you mm. push a boat out and you know you, you you find your level as to where you're comfortable and you know we've we've been in situations where we've and there's always know, going to be people you encounter who you just naturally become closer to i think yes. and it's inevitable it's that that relationship will in time strengthen and actually, yeah. at what point do you then draw the line and say, whoa, this is actually becoming a relationship? Yeah. Or are we just keeping this how it started out, which is a casual, but, you know, with connection? Um, yeah. But fun. Yeah. Hmm. It's a yeah, fine and I think that, walk. Yeah. It is a really fine line. And I think we probably, it was only when it went away that we realised what it was becoming. Yeah, no, yes. I get that. I didn't notice it at the time. Um, but uh, you know, it was no, no, it was brilliant. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I won't lie. And it's no, it's certainly not put us off. No, and it's given us confidence. Yeah, a lot of confidence. Yeah, that I'm not shit. <laughs> <laughs> we see your certificate. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Great bio. Not shit. Not shit. <laughs> 
interestingly but you know going back to our early days I think that's something that you probably worried a little bit about wasn't it because obviously we've been together and you were like oh, how how do I know how good I am well I knew <laughs> because when we had the numbers conversation <laughs> your numbers were were beyond my fingers and toes <laughs> and the multiplications of my fingers and toes <laughs> and and mine was like you know like a one hand count <laughs> mostly involved actually one hand and so for me, it was kind of. But I mean, from your perspective, you you were like, "Well, how do I know I'm gonna I'm gonna be any good?" Yeah, but you said I was good, and and you'd had all those other people, so I was fairly assured <laughs> that I was all right. <laughs> That's fair. You you know you yeah, know, don't you? <laughs> you can tell just by looking, really. I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "This guy we met said he knew from my shoes." <laughs> <laughs> Even so, it's quite nerve-wracking putting yourself out there and, and trying your yeah. your moves that always worked with your partner with someone else, you know, and it, having the confidence yes. to kind of do that. Well, we were having this very conversation earlier today, actually, is that um, when, when you meet other, other people and you try your go-to moves, and for some people, for a selection of life, that go-to move may, may be the thing that absolutely ticks that box. They yeah. may be just like Mrs. H, for example, in my case, and the way she works. For them, that's like the perfect thing. But for someone that doesn't work like her, it's like, what the fuck are you doing? It's, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's that being it's able true. to read. But it's fun finding out, right? That's one, that's one reason why we wanted to do this as well, because we we want to find out different things about each other. Oh, some new tricks. Yeah, exactly. Really? And so we've good. certainly been educated on some new tricks we've got a few new tricks <laughs> which is which is great that's that's why we're doing it and so long as you keep coming back to the positives of why you're doing it mm. when the negatives happen then you can get through them definitely yeah and work out why, why the negative it doesn't mean that they're bad or wrong it's just in that moment it's made you have that kind of like oh why am I feeling like this yeah. you know and then you can talk through it and realize that Actually, you're being ridiculous. So yeah. it's not you've just it's a story you've made up in your head or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. There's so, a million stories in my head. Trust me, it's, uh, they never go away. <laughs> I have a question. What? I have a question. Really? Go on. Then. I know I said you could drive, but I have a question. <laughs> you said I could drive. That, I you did. said I could drive because you haven't prepared fuck all. Well, I've thought of something now. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so I have a question. So how how do you think this um, this scenario that you the the stag vixen thing would translate to playing in a club environment? If if you ever go to a club. Um, that's quite that's an interesting question. Yeah, well, we have talked about this, haven't we? Yes. And the, so there's the potential to take take a friend, yeah, um, and put on a show, yeah, or just play with you and your friend, um, you know, just go so cut the atmosphere. Um, we are very never say never. So at the moment, this scenario works for us, but we like to say yes to things. This, this may bite me on the ass in the future. <laughs> <laughs> Quite literally. Quite literally. Um, but the whole club thing fascinates me. You know, that that environment, meeting people who are like-minded, and that's me, that needs me to put my reservations and fears aside and yeah. just kind of well, go and not, you know, not overthink it. And But, yeah, so the scenario we talked about between the three of us was to go and just... Yeah, 
just go and investigate and see what yeah, all go, like and have and a, go and have some fun at the end of the day it's all about having fun isn't it god yeah. life's too short you know exactly. but yeah from us us as a couple going into a club to potentially find a third oh person. my god no that terrifying oh my god no <laughs> unless unless i could like you know take a questionnaire and a clipboard and get them to sign the life away <laughs> so okay so that's interesting so moving on again, another step. Have you ever thought about the dynamic of couples? Uh, well, we've thought about all of it, haven't we? We have, we've discussed. We talk a lot. <laughs> as, I think, yeah. as I think you've got it. Um, yeah, it's just not something that's on our radar at the moment, is it? No, the 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 idea is it's finding out what other people do is is the fascinating yeah. part i guess yeah. so learning yeah. day, so listening day. to the podcasts and you know understanding how things work in a couple's dynamic for me personally um i have at the moment i have no desire for anybody else um it's just not i'm not saying that that might not change in the future no. but it's not something you've ever expressed an interest in to see me with anybody else but the seeing you with somebody else is something that works very well for both yeah. of us yeah I think because it because I know it's not something that you have expressed an interest in we've never like explored it massively I think I wouldn't be comfortable in the which is <laughs> welcome to double standards um, <laughs> I Oh, we can relate to this. <laughs> you in the way you share me, but I would be more comfortable as a group. Okay. Yeah, which I think we, you know. Well, that's a step forward. No, you already knew that. <laughs> no, that's, that's interesting. Well, though. Well, what about yeah, here we go. sharing Mrs. M with a couple? <laughs> oh, silence. You broke them. <laughs> He's done. He's tapping out. That's, 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 that's something I've not even considered. Had you not? No. Had okay. you? Well, I've considered everything. You know me. <laughs> What's yes for me? <laughs> so there you go. I mean, that's a variation on a theme because you're you're still it's couples, but a shared, but a shared experience with just you, and you know, yeah. gets to his stack thing. That's an interesting question. Well done. Thanks. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I get the feeling there's... more conversations. Yeah, I was going to say, that Write looks it like down, it's have a, a chat. car journey's worth going to go on there. So, um, yeah, you can... <laughs> Stag looking for two victims. <laughs> so in terms of um, someone's brand new, they're looking to look at this life and they're looking to try try this approach what would you what would you be what would be your your top hint or tip for them Starting. um and you can't have communication because everyone fucking goes with communication <laughs> well, it is a good one it is a good one it's I very like, important I, think of I like practical advice um, I, I, for me it's setting out what you want to start with but then not being afraid to adapt. revisit it and change it okay. as as you move along this yeah, sounds like communication in disguise to me. <laughs> but it's practical, practical, it's practical communication. communication. All right, then. It's like applied learning. Applied learning. Yeah. And if if people wanted to get into this life, where, where would you send them? What would you be, what would be your first steps to do? So I, I think definitely listen to podcasts. Yeah, definitely listen to your podcast. 
podcast, read blogs. Yeah. Um, and explore. Twitter's not a bad place, depending on what you want to find and what you don't I, want to Yeah, find. I You're really struggle fan. with – I just really struggle with just – Graphic pictures. Gynecological pictures. Just yeah. No, I'm with you on that one, 100%. I, so I no just spend it. a lot of time going, oh, oh. Yeah, me too. And on that note, please don't look at your kick in the next five minutes. I've got some deleting to do. <laughs> <laughs> As, no, I, as you with you see, on that, I'm a much bigger fan of classy, erotic, less is subtle. More. Less is more. Tea, yeah, the teas, you know, I, I, I think some of the guys we've spoken to are, are amazed. I don't actually want to see a picture of it before I see it for the first time because I don't really care. Because mm. if I like them... It doesn't matter, does it? Yeah. It's not, no, it doesn't matter to me. Because that's not what's important to you. Really. There's a lot of other stuff you can do, and you yeah. know. And there's something nice about unwrapping the gift, right? Exactly, exactly. And similarly for them, where they're like, send another picture. No, no. Wait, just wait. Surprise. Yeah, Mister H wanders over to the phone, hits delete for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't Shit. do dick pics, darling. You know that. We don't. We're not a fan of the dick pics and the Janine pics. Yeah, it's just off putting. It's not my my cup of tea. To no, be fair. It's, it's not. not. It never has been with either of us. We don't even do it to each other. You know, no. in all the years we've been together, we've we've never really. I mean, occasionally for a bit of fun, but we don't really sort of go, oh, my God, I need a picture of your dick right now. Like, no. No, exactly. What? No, but a, <laughs> a, a, tease, a teasing picture is, is by far more, yeah. to us, more yeah, exciting. exactly. Exactly that. Yeah. No, I'm with you on that one. I agree. Mr. H wanders off to get a Photoshop out. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. H is going to be very busy. <laughs> I suppose this comes back to what we were saying about trying to change the perception because the perception is that you have to be some kind of sex-crazed... Home like a stallion. Yeah. Everything's on a play, yeah. you know, and that you can... It's almost like you, it's not as um, common to incorporate that, you know flirt with me you know well, charm me having a know. child growing up in this environment oh it's yeah so you just you just worry about the kind of things she's going to be exposed to mm-hmm. i know <laughs> um so it's so it's hard to to understand that you know because everything's out there already yeah and that's that's not what you want for future generations of people having this sex. is a whole other podcast my this friend. is a whole podcast yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be called the state of fab i think in a, in a very good way um and yeah. that and itself as an experience but also just just kids and teens being online it's quite a frightening experience it having, is. having we, been there and yeah what they, they are exposed to now is you know oh. nothing compared to i mean 20 years ago we didn't have access to all this stuff so it's crazy, really. I thought you were going to go all Monty Python. 30 years ago, we would have thought we were in Satyr drinking <laughs> Chateau de Chateau. I to get up at three, lit royally in my tongue. Having only our pictures posted. Tarpaulin, I used to dream of tarpaulin. Internet? What the fuck's an internet? <laughs> you don't know you're born. You, you surely live all the way down there. You sound like, you, you sound like you're from quite close. <laughs> We're massive It's all guys. right. I'm a, I'm a southern softie at heart, I'm afraid. <laughs> do, you, do you foresee yourselves doing this then for... Um, the foreseeable future. Yes. 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 Definitely. Yes. So you're very happy. The, the, it's working for you. 
and you see yourself continuing with this. Yeah. But I think now having been doing this for a period of months where I won't say the excitement has worn off, but we're quite careful that it doesn't take over our lives. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fair. Because uh, sometimes it can do. Mm-hmm. It can be. Uh, it's all encompassing, fun. isn't it? It can be, exactly. And in the early days, particularly, we were just staggered by how much time you have to invest, or you can invest, actually, I should say, not that you have to. If you choose to, you can really immerse yourself in this new world that you've suddenly had a glimpse of, and you, you end up sort of sitting there frantically scrolling through your phone. But I think, thinking, of course, that's true, Oh, my God, though. look at all this stuff. You do that because you very quickly learn on a lot of these sites that actually mm. you need to invest time to get the, the good people good or the right people out mm-hmm. of it. You can yeah. go on there and, it. and probably... And we do that because we're fussy. Yes. But you, you could spend minimal time actually interacting with people oh, yeah. and get a mediocre result as a result. If you're lucky. If you're lucky. But some people will settle yeah. for that. And that's absolutely fine exactly. if that's their thing. Exactly. It's not for us. We want an experience where we can connect and we're, again, we're really fussy. I and love the way we to share each other with. you asked them the question and then answered it for them. Oh, wow. Well. <laughs> Best <laughs> interview skills ever. They answered the question. Mrs. H, H gets the certificate of, of authentic <laughs> interviews. The Nobel Peace Prize is winging, and journalism prize, if there is such thing, is winging its way to you now. Do you, do you want to ask them any other questions that you, you want to answer for them? I've already got an answer ready. So oh, okay. Yeah. Do you want to is deliver it, any answers that they can question? This is a conversation. Oh, it's getting feisty. Fine, I'll be quiet. We've already got a chapter headed in the about Fab in, in the book anyway. Yeah, we've got like a, <laughs> at least a trilogy of books written in our head. <laughs> It'll just be the one-liners that you get on a daily basis. Yeah. <laughs> so um, thank you very much for, for joining us today. Um, I think we've, we've covered quite a mm. lot of ground and quite a lot of stuff to think about. Um, in terms of finding you out in the world... Um, how do people, if they want to find you, how do they get hold of you? Twitter profiles, all that sort of stuff. So we are behind closed doors on Twitter, and that's at UK Behind. Lovely. Okay. Well, thank you very much, guys, for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, guys, if you get any questions for them, uh, send them to Twitter uh, or send them to us. We'll probably uh, read them and delete them. But you know, I've already had a little <laughs> look at their Twitter. They're lovely. Uh, they're lovely. Yeah. Uh, they're, there's some naughty photos there. I, I have know. to say. I was berated <laughs> heavily by you for like having a look earlier. Really? I'll have a look in a minute. Right, on that note, thank you guys. We'll have to look at your pictures. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs>We've got some more guests with us today. Um, welcome to the second part of the show. Um, thank you for sticking with us. Um, I'm sure us waffling on wasn't as entertaining as hearing our other guests. But no pressure, guys. You've got a lot to live up to now. Big shoes to fill, yeah. Big, big, huge, well, huge, gigantic clown shoes to fill. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried. Pressure. No, definitely. <laughs> so, wife, who have we got with us? Uh, we have Stag and Vixen. Is that? No, we don't. Let's start again. What? I didn't know what I was saying then. I was like, shit, I said the wrong names. What? Is it a secret? I don't know. I haven't got it So, so gentle listeners, we've invited some delightful people onto our show to talk to them. We've been talking to them before this bit started for a good nearly an hour, and Mrs. H has just forgotten what they're called. So, um, this this bit is remaining in the, the interview, and it's going to be one of those quality moments that we can all... 
laugh about later well, together. Why do you hate me so much? Well, only because you do random things like this. So I believe we have because I wrote it down and put it in front of you. That's the funny I fucking have a thing. Paper. You we, do. Yes, but I'm like pointing to the paper. Well, I'm not wearing my glasses. What, now, what are they so called? What does it say there? Um, your writing's very bad. Secret stag and secret vixen. Oh, you got it right now. And what are they off of? We're not offended in the slightest. We are honoured. They're off you Twitter. Twitter. So they must be celebrities. Yep. So, you know, after, after that mention of, of clown shoes, I think the clown shoes that we're referring to is actually us. <laughs> or, or rather me. Yeah, mostly you. You're wearing 95% of the clown shoes. Oh, my God. Oh, God. In all of my my, mm-hmm. my my times listening to the podcast, this is how I dreamed it would start. And I, you are I'm, not disappointed. <laughs> no, I'm absolutely, in, I'm, I'm thrilled. <laughs> it can only go downhill from here. So, you know, if we, I think we've peaked too soon, if anything. Oh, we're not even drinking. Oh, I mean, my God. We're doing quite well. We've only had a cup of coffee. And that was decaf. Christ, how oh is it going to go from here? So uh, welcome to the show, guys. Thank you ever so much for joining us in this mm. masquerade of nonsense. Um, <laughs> Well, um, it's all gold. It's all gold. It's so since since apparently I am the one that is driving this today. Well, you didn't drive very well, did you? <laughs> that's you literally crashed in the first two you minutes. That's because you the steering wheel away from me and dove it into the nearest lake, taking us all down with you in a mist-style proportions of sad endings. <laughs> Anyways, moving swiftly back to what we're actually here to do is talk to this lovely couple. Now, guys, uh, in, in the realms of non-monogamy, you have a slightly different journey to us. Um, what's your background? What, what are you guys into? So we are um, into the hot wifing scene. So um, if listeners are thinking about kind of wife sharing and things like I did, um, the cuckolding side of things is is absolutely at the forefront of the wife sharing. Um, but that's not where we would place ourselves. So we look at um, Vic, uh, Vixen is non-monogamous. She's free to pursue sexual relationships with other men um but i am monogamous to her i'm faithful to her but that's part of the excitement in fact that is for me really at the core of the kink and how how it works for us yeah wow okay yeah. Mm. the thing sort of embarking on this was that it wasn't a cuckold situation oh definitely yeah yeah it wasn't there's no sort of humiliation or denial or, or denial. gentle teasing Perhaps. Gentle teasing is allowed. I quite like a bit of gentle teasing. And actually, the power play um, is, is quite interesting. Like if um, if Vixen, when she has lovers and and if I'm there to watch or if she's receiving photographs, or if I'm re- she's out and I'm receiving photographs, yeah, that power play is fun for me. But um, for us, we don't ever do um, any humiliation or, or denial, as we said. So we have a very happy and healthy sex life ourselves which was like pretty vanilla beforehand, but all of the hot wiping things that Vix does sort of, I would say, enhance what we already have. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Perfect. Well, that's cool. But how how did you get started in that? What was the, what mm. was that first moment where this came up? I hit her on the head, and <laughs> no, so we I had, and actually, I, I think back to it now, and it almost seems like a like a hundred years ago, but. For many, many, many years, I had this fantasy about sharing her. And I went through a long period of time of being confused by it and depressed by it sometimes, you know, because I didn't, if you go to the internet and look at wife sharing, you're sort of bombarded with really sometimes quite negative things 
and negative portrayals of like the husbands in this situation sort of very demeaning, very humiliating. And that really wasn't what I wanted, but yet the fantasy was still there. And after 10 years, I had the fantasy. One day, I tried to tell her quite a few times and veered off on other subjects, ended up telling her other like small fantasies as I had, kind of chickened out. Finally, I told you one night in bed. And uh, yes, and she was far more receptive to it than I, than I thought she was going to be. <laughs> as that turned into quite a night. <laughs> so Secret Vixen, yeah. did you have any inkling that this was anywhere on the on the horizon? Genuinely no idea whatsoever. Um, and I think that was therefore a shock, a shock for Stag because I think he, because he had kept it so secret, he really wasn't sure how I would react. And I think that's why he was so shocked that I yeah. t- it turned out that I was quite open yeah, to I mean, the idea. Because I think Vixen will, if you don't know what we're saying, like we went for a stage of, as most marriages do, you know, I, I say most marriages, some marriages do, where our sex life dwindled somewhat and we weren't always getting what we wanted out of our sex life from each other. We never argue or anything like that. You know, no, it was like, more due to sort of having two young kids, yeah, you busy know, work lives. Yeah. It's just life in general, really, was sort of taking its toll on us. Yeah, so it's almost like I had nothing to lose that night. So I, I told her, you were feeling down about yourself. You were saying, oh, you know... I don't look good. And I, I, I mean, I had tried to initiate sex that night. Yeah. So this all sort of happened um, literally as we were sort of going to bed. So it was in pitch darkness, sort of. It was the usual where sort of stag wanted a little summit, summit. And um, I, <laughs> I, I like you say usual, like it was every single night. Relentless he was. <laughs> No, cheers, cheers, please, I want more, I want some more. So it was that sort of moment where I sort of, I had literally rolled over sort of back to him and there was that real sort of heavy silence where you could feel that something wanted to be said but neither of us wanted to sort of say anything and I think it was, it got to the point where the rejection, I think, for him had got just sort of too much. yeah. And as he sort of said, I wasn't sort of, I was quite low self-esteem in sort of my appearance and things. And the phrase was, he turned around and said, anyone would be lucky to have you. Mm. Um, And that was sort of the trigger, really, because I sort of was like, oh, shush, you have to say that you're biased, you're my husband. Yeah. Uh, And that was the sort of opening of the door for the conversation. Yeah, I suppose this night I was like, well, actually, anyone would like to have you. And I, I know someone that would. And yeah. um, from there, we got trying to... And that piqued my interest, because I was like, <laughs> who, who, who do you speak of? Mm. Wow, that's quite the story. And that's that's such an honest story as well, isn't it? That's, um, that's amazing that you've told us all that and sort of how, how it all became a reality, really. So thank you. Oh, that's OK. So we, I mean, part of the journey for us has been sharing it for us, because I think I particularly during this whole time of, of wanting the fantasy, but it not being reality, found that really hard. It was like quite a, mm. not to say sort of pretentious, it was almost like a burden sometimes. It became so much a part of the way I would think about sex and um, not to be crude or anything, but think about masturbation as well. You know, like it became all I would think about when I would, you know, masturbate and it would become what I would think about if she was going out with friends. It The thoughts would creep into my mind and I started to become... 
sometimes almost upset by it because it was like it was the only thing I could think about. It was really frustrating. And finally telling you about it, it was like a weight was lifted. And <laughs> no, I was ready for the long haul. I think, okay, good. I told her now a mm. couple of weeks, I'll, I'll, maybe we'll keep talking about it. I didn't expect that within a few, you know, a couple of weeks, a couple of months, you know, she'd actually be fucking someone, you know. Wow. <laughs> it's, all, so things, it's all escalated. Yeah, so things did escalate from there quite rapidly. I, I will point out to listeners that we are both um, in homes with pets, running around, having <laughs> clearly the time we, of their lives. If you can see our faces, yeah, we are mortified. Not ta- we're not tap dancing, it's the dog. <laughs> yeah, the dog we're so sorry. The, the wood floors. <laughs> no, no, don't worry about it. It's, um, it, we are... We are quite familiar with a pet interruption on the odd occasion. Desperate to sabotage everything, isn't it? <laughs> they, do, they do quite well do pets. But they add something. They bring something to the table, I think. Mostly noise and yep. annoyance. Yeah, noise and just, yeah. And sometimes nice things, but not often. <laughs> so you, you, you had the conversation. You, 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 I guess it took quite a bit of courage to have that, that, that chat and... And then you, you said within a few weeks, things were starting to escalate. So what was what, what happened next? Well, I think it was the case of, um, so obviously, as Stag said, one of his close friends had sort of said, well, one of our close friends had said years and years ago that he was always quite attracted to me and that if ever um, sort of, I don't know, if he ever had the opportunity to, he would be more than willing to. Um and I just sort of, I, I just found it to be incredibly flattering. Um, and it just sort of turned out really that an opportunity had sort of arisen. He He's single, so he was sort of... Yeah, and he was travelling up to see us. Well, not travelling up to see us, he was travelling up to do some work thing or some nonsense. Yeah. Wasn't it? But um, <laughs> that didn't that didn't bother us. All we cared about was that he was coming, coming <laughs> to town. And, you know, I'd... I'd spoken to him a couple of times and I went out for a drink with him and revealed to him yeah. that you had shared with me. Yeah, because we talked about it sort of in the throngs of drunken ladness, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but when it became that in that moment where he was like, actually, yeah, I, I'm, I'm really into that. And it was quite clear he was turned on by the idea and I was turned on by the idea and you were definitely turned on by the idea. Um, and... I think it was the case that it felt for us, it probably not right for everybody to do something with someone, you know, but for mm. us, it, it felt safer than perhaps going with someone we didn't know. Particularly- Certainly for me at that moment in time, the thought of it being with someone I didn't know, I was just completely opposed to. Um, yeah. I was just like, no, if we're going to do it, it needs to be someone who I know, um, obviously someone not attached. Yeah. Um, Cause I obviously didn't want to involve no, 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 definitely parties. not, definitely not. Yes. Well, that's always one of our rules, isn't it, that we don't, unless, well, actually, that's sort of, if the person sort of has a non-monogamous situation themselves, I suppose, that would yeah. be fine. But, um, yeah, we don't want to be going out and, you know, messing up people's, no. you know, marriages and things by getting involved. But we, yeah, it was just, all, it was, it was exciting. And it felt for me, I was. I felt quite vulnerable in a way. I was very excited by the whole thing, but quite vulnerable as well because I didn't know how I was going to react after all these years of fantasizing about it when it finally happened. Yeah, yeah. that's interesting because fantasies are so different to reality sometimes, aren't they? So, how did you both yeah. feel afterwards? Mm. We laughed. We laughed. We we, we we when he when he left, it was. I think we were quite shocked at how 
okay we felt. I yeah. think we had prepared ourselves to sort of feel awkward, to have that feeling of almost like a one-night stand, regret going, oh, that was all fun and games at the time, but now I have so much regret. But no, we didn't. it really wasn't. We just literally sort of sat across the room from one another and just sort of giggled. Yeah. Like, yep, so that just happened. Yeah, that was a thing that just happened. Yeah. So that, yeah. And then again, sort of the next day, I was sort of expecting to wake up um, and be like, oh, gosh, what's Feeling what's dirty. What yeah, feeling you, used and you, dirty. But dirty yeah, no, woman. I really didn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> and so you had that experience. And what was the next step? How did you how did you go about um, thinking about other men to find and other experiences? Well, if we we're honest, sort of after that encounter, nothing really happened. Six months? Um, yeah, for a good sort of six, six months. Six months. Um, purely because of obviously he had sort of gone back um, and as I had sort of said I was only interested in people I knew and we had we'd done the whole thing where we'd sort of sat in bed and almost done like a roll call of who of our friends we could (laughs) well she enjoyed that game but it was like no we can't have them it was fun but it was very much no marriage no relationship no no ugly no (laughs) (laughs) Too short. That was uh, that was a thing. Too short. Um, oh, wow. oh, very. She's a bit tall, so she gets all the bee in her bonnet about tall people. It's true. And <laughs> um, so yeah, so it sort of just it didn't fizzle out as such, but it just where it had gone from sort of being the conversation all the time. Of, all wasn't the it? time. It was really it, hot, really intense. Yeah. It sort of it faded a little bit until actually we went on our. It was our wedding anniversary. Yeah. Um, and the two of us had gone to a bar. And he brought it up again, the idea of meeting somebody who we didn't know. Mm. And he was like, would you be opposed to it? And I think having some sort of Dutch courage from the drink that we were sort of having, I was like, well, perhaps. Yeah, the truth juice perhaps revealed I could the be truth. Convinced. Um, and then it turns out literally the, the sort of the next day you signed us up for... For an adult dating site. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> I was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, and from there we got talking to people and that took us some time, but not, not as much time as I thought it was going to take. Yeah, because it, it did go a little bit down like a lead balloon when I found out that you had been talking to somebody because I say I hadn't realised that he'd even oh. sort of signed us up. She then... was cross. She was not happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm going to get kidnapped and I'm going to be murdered. And yeah, how could you do this? And then I showed her some of the pictures and she's like, oh, no, okay, maybe we should talk to, we should talk about this a bit more. <laughs> Tell me more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so you, you signed up to the adult dating site and, and, and how long ago was this? Was this quite a few months back? Is this a good year or so back? So, we signed up in. So it was sort of very end of August, end of August. start of September. Yeah, so from this, from the date today, that's what, that's nine, ten months ago? Maybe. Yes. Yeah, I think it's like <laughs> ten months. So, yeah, almost, a, almost like, yeah, whatever, half a year, almost a year ago. And then we started meeting, you started meeting people. You started talking to people first, first. And I found that just, I found that absolutely intoxicating, like her messaging people like sending text messages to people and eventually like receiving photographs of them. Nothing like crude or rude, no. you know, just selfies and things. And but I just, I just, the whole, I whole idea of her flirting with other men just dry, just 
it's it's an odd sensation because it's jealousy. I, I absolutely do get jealous and can understand why people in like the cuckold side of the lifestyle get jealous. But they focus, I think, jealousy in a different way. I would focus the jealousy more into the idea of that competitive thing that it just makes me want her more, makes me want to, you know, you know, if they're going to fuck her, it makes me want to fuck her partner, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Some people with the fantasy, they they enjoy the fact of that total beta male, you know, Mm. you know, and then like absolute chastity with themselves and, and they, that's how they, that's, that's what they're enjoying. I'm absolutely fine with that, but that's not what we were. Mm. Not what I was feeling. So this this could end up in a ever ever sort of escalating series of um, uh, Vixen getting fucked harder and then returning home and being fucked harder again and then going out and being <laughs> fucked even harder and, and eventually and who knows? To then up the fuck trains. Like yeah. Strange. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> in this game of tennis, unless you're very tired, then you can have a sleep first and then yeah. you'll fuck later. I can recover. <laughs> wow. What a that, that's been an actual thing. You laugh. You love Mr. H, but she comes home and she's like, no, we tired. can't. I'm too tired. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay. Physically and mentally exhausted. <laughs> I bet those are the slightly sleepless nights that you get. Ooh, yes, definitely. But again, even that is slightly is exciting for me. <laughs> I'm a bad person. Well, so you, you, you had some adventures under your belt, shall we say, in the nicest possible way. And then... I guess, did you start thinking about writing a blog and sharing some of those adventures? Yeah, it, as I say, because if we are, everything is very much secret, we obviously can't share sort of this side of our lives with any of no. our sort of nearest or dearest. And I just found that I was having these sort of amazing sort of sexual experiences. And as lovely as it was to sort of share it with him, I sort of, I missed not being able to sort of talk to like my girlfriends about it and things and like we often joke now that we said that if we were to ever play i have never the drinking game oh, we'd be i would die we'd be <laughs> because of the experience. and then i would also have to try and explain some of the situations and i could be in trouble so therefore i was like well i want to share it and actually stag was the one who suggested well why don't you you write a blog and first of all i was like well no one would want to read that surely why would anyone want to read that um because people are dirty fuckers and they want to read it up yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yes, yeah, so that was um, end of February. Um, I started writing the blog, and actually, the blog at this moment in time, the most recent post was actually was talking about a Halloween encounter. So that's only a month into sort of the yeah, lifestyle. Sort of like back. It's, but I'm backdating. Backdating, story. yeah, going back and like remembering all those things. But and for us, that's been quite exciting as well. Remember, yeah. like going back over those events. I mean, we've had. Just like her blogging and talking about it has initiated quite a few. As long as you've had to reclaim me again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Double reclamation. <laughs> Double reclamation. Absolutely. <laughs> Getting I mean, done I for the same crime twice. But... <laughs> Gauge how um, sort of erotic the blog is, is sort of your reaction. Yeah, it's to pretty it, erotic, really. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, how... certainly. Can you tell us a bit about that process of that blog then? Do you just do you just sort of sit in a corner and or go to Starbucks and, and write and then <laughs> oh, and then share so. share the, the story? Oh, with... I'd love her to go to Starbucks so people could like peep over her shoulder and see like what <laughs> <you're> just... <laughs> 
Um, it was, it was just, I sort of just tend to write it really um, in the living room. I'd like to say that I go to an office and sort of put mood lighting on or anything. Yeah, it's stick just, a bit of smooth jazz on. No, I, just, <laughs> I, just, I, I don't sort of jot anything down. I mean, I've never really written for sort of other people um, to read. I've always like sort of written for myself. So it is quite an odd sensation. So I don't really sort of foreplan yeah. anything. It just, it, yeah. a little bit like verbal diarrhea and then I sort of well, so because yeah and it's interesting because part of the where Vixen goes out alone quite often and she has meetings alone um part of the fun for me when she comes back is that she tells the stories to me mm-hmm. whilst we maybe you know we maybe do some other stuff like handwork or whatever you know <laughs> and this process for her I think has been it almost like a way of doing that again and, and not and keeping those memories because they were really incredible encounters and it's got to a stage now where you've had quite a few encounters yeah. and not all of them will be blog worthy no not all of them are blog worthy <laughs> <laughs> but um those ones that we have put to pe- like put to paper so to speak they're they're stuff that i wouldn't want to miss out you know because they're they're fucking hot so <laughs> There is, there is something very cathartic about the mm. process and we found that with the podcast and that we can now go back and look at, you know, almost, we, it's, it's a, it's a catalogue of where we've been and who we've been with in many respects. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I absolutely understand that. And, you know, and we haven't got to the stage yet where we're talking about. We'd like to eventually uh, talk more about, because at the moment we're talking about everything that's gone right and not everything has always gone right. You know, there's been ups and downs as well where we've had to talk things through and, it's important, I think, for people to understand that it's this lifestyle, like the non-monogamy lifestyle, I'm sure, I don't know if you guys agree, but it is ups and downs and it is lots of talking things through and mm. and communicating like and compromising. And I think, you know, we've had to compromise quite a few times on what I want compared to what you want and making sure we're both getting a part of that. Yeah, especially because where um, I do often go out on my own yeah obviously sort of stag want needs to sort of feel included by sort of receiving videos or pictures but then obviously sometimes when i'm busy yes you bitch um it's sort of <laughs> you to yeah. suddenly go oh hang on wait a second i need to just uh, film something and send it back it sort of exactly. kills the mood a little bit stop that and there's me thinking there's obviously there's some sort of sexual olympics going on i'm like what the fuck is she doing yeah and then i end up sort of texting going oh no we've just sort of fallen asleep yeah so, so it is there <laughs> some moments where it's not all as sort of 50 shades erotic yeah um sometimes it is a bit normal <laughs> a bit vanilla <laughs> but that's all fun so You've got the blog going. You've had some adventures, and what what's next on the horizon for you guys? What's the the next big thrill? Oh, I think being on Twitter um, has exposed us to a mate, like a whole other side of the world. You know, because we, we basically played for say six months or so before we joined Twitter, or whatever it was, eight yeah. months alone. You know, it was just us and the bulls we'd meet, and suddenly you're part of this community which is like-minded. of like-minded people who are experiencing their own non-monogamy journeys and you're like gosh well maybe we could meet with them because we've talked about meeting a couple haven't we as well like you meeting a couple and maybe playing with a couple yeah. and you know other you know so that could be something for us for the future um i know i've been blogging a little bit as well 
I've got one I'm supposed to be doing. You've got one that you've been writing. For one weeks, that I've been writing so. for ages. I've been so bad. <laughs> I like to write my like other side of the story. So she writes her side, and I write my side of it. They sort of go together. They marry up. Yeah, we sort of decided to do that because of obviously the readers are getting everything from sort of my perspective. Mm. And although it has now become my sort of fantasy, it's become my kink. It was very much Stag's fantasy to begin with. So I therefore sort of said, well, actually, why don't you share your sort of thoughts, share what it's like to be the sort of the person watching. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, so I think there'll be probably some more Stag posts going More Stag posts blog, come out. Blog. Yeah. Hopefully generating more content. Oh, really? I see what you're saying. Yes, please. It's <laughs> <laughs> about generating the content. I do. You're I, such a, I such an I'm, I'm competitive. I feel like I've got to build on the, build on the blogs. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, crazy. You've got an empire now. You've got to maintain it. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah. She's like Cleopatra sitting on top of some sexy empire. <laughs> so um, what you won't have known, uh, gentle listeners, is that um, over the last uh, 10 minutes, um, I've been uh, throwing my toys out the pram for, for audio quality. Uh, we, we've had interruptions from, from family members. Uh, we've had uh, pet moments. Uh, we've run out of drink and uh, a number of other yeah, things. Yeah, this has gone as, as well as I had dreamed it was going to go. I'm loving it. It's, yeah, it's, it, it's a smoothly polished beast. Well, at least we manage his expectations. <laughs> Which is what I understand uh, Vixen likes. <laughs> it is. Swish. Absolutely. The smoother the better, allegedly. Uh, Actually, you quite like some... I don't ha- mind a bit of... You got some hair manly, these days. Manliness. Manliness. And hair equals manliness. I'm with apparently. you on that one. Completely. Yeah? Yeah. Well, that you're really hairy. Yeah, totally. You're very manly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm with you on the hair, the hair thing. I'm not a fan of the uh, completely shaven look. <laughs> men need to look like men, right? Well, Chewbacca was pretty manly. I don't manly. know why I'm asking you, but anyway. Well, yeah, I, I love me some manly men. <laughs> and especially... If I could get her. A lot of hair. <laughs> I never wanted to be hairy. I always wanted to be a lumberjack. <laughs> um, right, moving swiftly back to interviews. Um yes. So we've talked uh, a lot about your journey, a lot about the blog, kind of how we've got to here. And we've talked a little bit about what the future might hold for you too. Um, so is there anything that you guys don't want to explore? For example, do you want to do, do you not want to go down the, the lifestyle and swinging route? Or um, are, there, are there certain types that you're trying to avoid or perhaps um, anything like that? I mean, I'm, I'm always open. A suggestion but I was always I did genuinely sort of think on embarking on sort of I'm the lifestyle you. that I wouldn't be happy to see sort of stag play um but then when we did we have did. a FFM threesome it got to a point where I realized that there were certain there were certain things that I wasn't experienced enough to do so therefore I, I required your assistance so I don't know and actually in a way seeing him with her it did sort of reaffirm that I it for me I didn't find it particularly arousing to sort of see you with another woman but I don't know I'm not completely against it no I, I mean perhaps in a couple situation I don't know that's the way I think 
because now we've opened the door to the life to the non-monogamy thing, even though we're in the hot wife side of things. Once you re- like relax the rules, so to speak, mm. you know, once you realise that you can live this way, you can have these sexual adventures, and it doesn't impact on your love, it doesn't impact on your relationship, you know, I. Th- it, it allows you to explore these things in more depth and, and maybe in the future. Yeah. I, think, I mean, I've always sort of said that I'm not a jealous person. I'm just a very competitive person. You're like, and I think I more would get competitive of another woman. I'd be like, no, I have to be the better one. Oh, what a shame that would be. <laughs> How do you oh, find that out? So... Is there a rating card at the end? <laughs> yes, like yeah. TripAdvisor. Grading. <laughs> I, go I go on TripAdvisor and she has a, uh, I give her a rating. Vixen Advisor. Vixen yeah. Advisor, that'd be fun, wouldn't it? No, I, can't think of anything I I don't know. I don't know. I, don't I mean, know. I'll never say never. Yeah, you know, love some of my fantasies with involving you as well. I'd like to. I'd I'd like you to have multiple men. Oh, he's okay. talking to me I'd right like now. To... <laughs> oh yeah. No, absolutely. I'd like because you've had threesome obviously with two men, but that's been me. Yeah. One of them. Not. I'm not two men. Me and <laughs> me and another. <laughs> But um, yeah, I'd like to see you with one, also with two or more men. Or, or more. Or wow. more. Two or more. I'm putting it out there. Wow. Two or more. Brilliant at the deep end, eh? Yeah. <laughs> so, so like two <laughs> bulls, one <laughs> vixen. Exactly. <laughs> not like not like ten. Not like ten guys. <laughs> We're not there yet. But three, maybe. Wow. wow. Okay. You need to stop getting some rest. <laughs> so, as, so not enough to get to a deli counter kind of moment, but but enough. No, 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 no. You, don't need, you don't need a ticket. There's a ticket. Exactly. <laughs> but, I, I, but again, it's just we're in a really exciting place now. I think I was always expecting like the honeymoon period type thing to end, you know, like, oh, this has been really fun, but now it's all normal again. But because we meet different people and now we're on Twitter meeting new people and potentially new experiences. Mm. It just seems to keep going and keep opening up new avenues that we could explore. So yeah, well, it's like slight spoiler alert, but we did. I did end up with a, a bull who was a dom. That was interesting. So I, I got to taster of BSM. BSM, nice. that was a bit of fun. Um, that will be in a blog post eventually. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so no, I think we are. We just we are open. Yeah, to try sort new things. To trying new things, but yeah, I wouldn't yeah. say there's anything that I'm currently like n- would veto straight away. Yeah. Well, I never thought I'd see you in a collar. That's for sure. That was quite a day for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not sure you'll see it again, but we'll see. It was a Vickers <laughs> collar, of course, right? Was of course. Yes, definitely. Angelic. Definitely not a dog collar. Not a dog collar. <laughs> absolutely not. So, um, just sort of rounding things up then. I guess if people are listening to this, they might be looking to explore this lifestyle or, or have a sample of, of non-monogamy. What would be your top tips for anyone that's just about to explore this path or have a conversation with a partner about it? We sort of always said that communication is so important. Yeah. Um, you need to sort of, everyone needs to be able to voice any concerns any anxieties and be honest about your feelings I mean so long I wasn't honest about my feelings with her and it was only when I was started being honest about it that we reached to this the place where we are now where we can even talk about our sex life particularly if you are a man if you are listening um who is into like wife sharing but into like the cuckolding side of things like the real sort of 
heavy humiliation, denial and chastity and those sorts of things, if that's what is your kink and that's what turns you on, being honest about those things can be quite scary. But it's, it's important if you want to be true to yourself and you want to... If you, ever, if you ever want a chance of having those things in reality, you've got to be honest about it. I think it's also realising that there's actually a lot more like-minded people out there. Oh, yeah. When we first had the conversation, I had no idea um, until sort of Stag mentioned the lifestyle and the, all the terminology. I literally had no clue of any of it. And then for us, joining Twitter was lovely because yeah. we we've got in contact with so many like-minded people and it doesn't feel so sort of against the norm obviously yeah. it's not under social sort of context it wouldn't be deemed to be normal but i definitely feel that there are a lot more people it's becoming more normal there are people yeah and you're not and you're not weird that's the thing you know i always felt weird like i'm a weird person because i have this fantasy and it's just a fantasy it's just what turns you on sexually it has nothing to do with your love or your marriage or your relationship if you are able to separate the two and and luckily, we've been able to do that through trust and communication, compromise. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So, um, final roundup piece. Where in the world can people find you? Oh, sure. uh, so obviously on Twitter, we've spoken about that. We both um, are on there. We have we actually have separate um, accounts. So I'm obviously secret underscore vixen one. And I'm uh, secret underscore. Stag. Stag I just think that I was. <laughs> I'm the. I'm just the feeder account. I just talk to everyone. She <laughs> just posts. She right. posts all the nice pictures. Can you share? Exactly. <laughs> and your blog. And the blog um, is secretvixen.blog. So nice and easy to find me. And they say um, Secret Stag does have his own pages on there. Oh, as well. thanks for that, go. Vix. Oh, I get very overlooked on there. People are like, oh my god, you write as well. <laughs> but yeah. Put me in like a sub folder. You have to go through the sub folder to find me. It's um, yeah. we're not laughing at you. What we've just noticed is that that they they are sat with a, a cat on the lap, and and the cat viciously bit Vixen's hand. Um, you did very well, not to mention it whatsoever. <laughs> it looks really very, pleased with very itself brave. as well, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. <He's> very brave. <laughs> Such a nice killing machine. We literally are wrangling a cat right now. It's really funny. <laughs> so on that, that note, guys, um, we hope you survive. Yeah. Um, thank you ever so much for joining us today. Um, thank you. Very much. Thank you. We've been lovely. It's nice to meet you and talk to you. Thank you, guys. Um, everyone else, we'll, we'll post links to their um, to their shizzle on our show notes, if I remember to do that. Hopefully we do. And if not, then I'm sure they'll kick us on Twitter uh, as a prompt. So I'm sure you're finding us liking <laughs> their shit because... You know, them pictures are hot and we like them. So uh, yeah. you know, keep an eye out for that. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Take care. Thank you. Thank Bye. you. Bye-bye. So uh, before we close the show, we just wanted to say a huge, huge, huge thank you to our special guests this week. And they were? Uh, they were Behind Closed Doors UK. Mm-hmm. And Secret Stag and Secret Vixen. Ooh, they're not UK. Mm. No. They are but in the UK, secret. but they don't have UK in the name. No, That's but right. they're secret. I like to think of like <laughs> a like a moose-like uh, stag type thing sneaking around. Oh, really? <laughs> trees, yeah. Going like, shh. Like a clandestine <laughs> moose affair. Do, 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 do. <laughs>
Well, okay, they're very secret. Yes. Moose and stags and all sorts. And they call you over and they just like whisper in your ear. They're like, (laughs) you can fuck my wife if you want to. Uh, Wow. Okay. That's not me saying that. No. No, you might be able to fuck my wife. You're you're being the clandestine moose. Yes. Right. Okay. That sounds like a hipster pub that you would run. A coffee shop. The, the clandestine, clandestine moose. moose. <laughs> Can I have some smashed avocado with some crispy bacon, please, on some rye bread surrounding <laughs> and a flat white. And also it comes pre-equipped with MacBook chargers <laughs> over every table. So uh, yeah, the clandestine moose. Yes. <laughs> <Amazing>. <laughs> Right, well, thank you very much to those guests. It was wonderful chatting to you. We had a lovely time. And um, actually, they've been really fab over the last few weeks as well. Yeah, Just with all the stuff that's been going on. So they've been in touch uh, and helping out as well. So thank you, guys. Uh, Very wonderful to meet you. Um, So lastly, before we disappear... Uh, not completely disappear like mm-hmm. a clandestine moose. Um, <laughs> just want to say thank you again to all of the help and support over the last few weeks while we've had our uh, crisis at home. It's been really good to hear from you. We don't really know what's going to happen with the future. Uh, we're going to keep churning out shows, hopefully, because it makes us feel a little bit normal. Plus, yep. we've done 51 of the fuckers now, so we've got to keep going. <laughs> we're on the roller coaster. Can't it's get good off. to feel normal. It's good to feel something. Yeah, exactly. um, which, uh, if you hear us say that, it's actually a quote from Games of the Greek, I believe. It is, Mr. Russell Brand. Yeah, it's good to feel something. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, before we head off to Strokes of Furry Walls. Uh, <laughs> and you know, Smoker Jeffrey. And Smoker Jeffrey, that's right. <laughs> What's in it? Oh, a little bit of everything. <laughs> um, next episode, 52, is going to be... Hopefully, our oh, review. Yes, yes, indeed. Um, I'm trying to cast my mind back, but yes, it's going to be a review of Ab Fabs. That's right, which is near Heathrow, isn't it? Yes, indeed. So we're going to do a bit of a review and talk a little bit about that experiences there, mm-hmm. hopefully. Uh, and of course, we'll, we'll give you an update on the latest. Yeah. Uh, and if anything happens in the meantime, or there's going to be any delays, we'll let you know. And uh, be sure to keep you up to date with our lives. Not that you necessarily want to hear that, but well, you know, no, we'll do it but... anyway. You know, I'm going to just keep publishing shit. There we go. There we go. There we go. Out here is on social media. No problems. Well, um, Mrs. H, do the thing. Thank you for hopping into our bed. Shh. It is I, the clandestine moose. <laughs> what? Why are you laughing? <laughs> it's a clandestine moose. Okay. <laughs> what, are the, what other wonderful animals could there be? The secretive squirrel. Um, the um, elusive um, fox. Can we have an elusive fox? No. No, we cannot. Oh. All right. The closeted cat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The hidden hooter. Ha, 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 ha.